you are looking for Jesus, who was crucified. He is not here. That's what the angel says. It is extraordinary that what we are here today to be about is not remembering that Jesus sort of uh, had some airy, fairy, spirit thing going on. What scared those women that made them run away trembling from the tomb was that the body was not there. This great, heavy tombstone that we're told about, which was very large, that Mark tells us that, it was rolled away. Jesus is raised not just as some kind of spirit or or memory. The whole of Jesus is raised up. And we know from uh, the other accounts, the other stories that we read uh, in the Bible, that it is the whole of Jesus that then carries on. He's uh, the, the, the angel promises, go to Galilee where he'll meet you. Well, he knew how he remembered how to get to Galilee. We know from another account that he remembered how to build a fire. The whole of what Jesus is, is raised from the dead. Now, what does that mean then for those people I talked about earlier? We're talking about those who follow Jesus Christ. who who want to say for themselves, that's the eternal life, that's the everlasting life, that's the life I want for myself. Well, it's impossible to believe that the potter will be raised from death and no longer be able to enjoy art and creating and making stuff. Extraordinary as it may seem, it's amazing to believe that the soccer player Why would ball skills disappear? What about someone who's loved an elderly relative? That love will be there. What about someone who has a a flair in doing new things? They'll still delight in the fact that uh, the world to come is, is very ancient but also new every day. Those memories, those abilities, all that we are has to be raised if Jesus rose from the dead in his body. And if Jesus was the kind of man who remembered his friends, who who knew uh, still how to eat uh, fish, as another story tells us. What's raised in Jesus is truly Jesus. So what is raised in you and me and the potter and the soccer player and so on has to be truly us. Which leaves one question. What about the bad stuff? What if the potter was very good, but not quite as good as the potter she saw down the road and was very envious and jealous of, and she wished she could make pots like that because those are much better, but it makes me really angry that those pots are there. What if the soccer player really kind of had a problem of blowing up every time the referee blew the whistle? Uh, What if there was a person who could uh, use sign language and helped others and was really helpful for others? That, That stays. But what about the problem that perhaps they fiddled their taxes? Well, when Jesus is raised, we know that he's raised with the signs 
the realities indeed of the nails in his hands and the wound in his side where the Romans stuck uh, a spear in. The cost of our separation is in the body of Jesus himself, which means that the damage that is done to us, he can walk into, and and we use the word redeem, and he can uh, make it better, he can turn it around in some way, so that when the potter used to get really envious, she still notices what other people are producing. She's no longer envious, she delights in it. When the soccer player has a skill, it's one that he can delight to share. When someone who used to use sign language to help people communicate, fiddle their taxes because they really wanted to hoard things for themselves, they will delight that there is then enough for all to enjoy. They need never be afraid of wanting again. All this comes from the resurrection. If what is raised is truly Jesus, he's not lost the ability to grill some fish. He's probably not lost the ability to do some carpentry. If it's truly Jesus, then what will be raised one day, it will be truly us. And the point of all that that I want to get home today is simply this, that we so often come to God wanting to kind of put forward our best bits and hide our worst bits. And if what will be raised for followers of Jesus is truly who you are, then none of us need be afraid of coming to Christ now, exactly as we are. God knows that stuff. God has dealt in the cross of Jesus with the cost of it. He longs to walk through every one of our lives, healing the bad stuff, redeeming it now, before we get to then, though then will come. So if we have never said to Jesus Christ, I want to follow you. I want to see my sin laid on your shoulders because I know I can't take it. If we have never said, I want to have the hope that I see in in Christians around the place. I want to know the love that binds them together in deep friendships. If you've never said all that stuff, One reason for some of us may be that because we're afraid, we don't kind of want to come to God as we are. We think there'll be a day that can come when we'll be sort of a bit better than we are now, and then we'll come to God. No. If what is raised is truly Jesus, then what will be raised is truly who you are and I am. So none of us needs be afraid to come to Christ now as we are and leave him to deal with the good stuff and the bad stuff and all that we know we truly are today.